Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Good morning. Zechariah chapter 10. If you're joining us online, welcome. We're going to pray this morning, so uh, pray in the Spirit and pray in our understanding. Zechariah 10, uh, 1 says, Ask for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Now, um, you need to understand this because sometimes I'm in word of faith circles, you know, or was raised in, whatever you want to say. I'm still there. So uh, there's all sorts of uh, um, different... Uh, opinions about things like people, uh, ministers will talk about like Acts chapter 4, where it says that they came together and prayed and they asked the Lord to stretch out his hand and heal and all of that stuff. And uh, they'll, they'll treat that, that chapter like we don't do that today. You know, that's not something that we do today because we know that we already have the Lord's hand and all of this stuff. But the reality is, is that we still ask the Lord. Now, specifically for you individually, you're in covenant with the Lord. But intercession has not stopped for the lost. And it hasn't stopped for believers, or at least supplication. Now, there's all sorts of different kinds of prayer. Um, Brother Hagin used to say this to us uh, in teaching on prayer. He said, most people want to treat prayer... What they want to do is put prayer under one category, then take all the different kinds of prayer, throw it into a bag and shake it up, and just go with it. But there are different kinds of prayer. There's intercession, there's supplication, there's the prayer of faith, there's the prayer of agreement, which is a prayer of faith. There's so many different kinds of prayers that are addressed in the New Testament. And uh, what we're doing here is praying in the Spirit. We're asking for rain. We're supplicating for believers and interceding for the lost. And you say, can you do that all at once? Yeah, in the Spirit, you can. When you pray in other tongues, you don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, that's just the way it is, right? I mean, we don't understand what we're saying. If I pray in other tongues, if I understand what I'm saying, it's not in other tongues. It's in my understanding. I mean, this is deep revelation. But it's the way it is. And people overthink because, see, spiritual things are foolishness to my natural head. Everything we function in here is an act of faith. It's not an act of what we see in the natural You're saved by grace through faith. If you didn't do it that way, you ain't saved. Nobody shouts on that, you know. But it doesn't change the fact that it's true. You know, Ephesians 2.8 is clear. And so everything that we have, we, we have to function by faith. So even in prayer, sometimes people think, well... You know, uh, when I understand more about other tongues, then I'll consider it and do it. That's not what the Lord asked you to do. If, if you, <laughs> I'll put it to you like this. Um, when we were born, most Christians have no problem receiving Christ and believing in eternity. They struggle to believe the rest of the graces. And you say, why is that? Because you're trained to walk by your sight, not by your faith. Amen. It's difficult uh, for, uh, it's a fight, I should say, the fight of faith for believers when the natural is speaking opposite of the spirit. 
So if I pray for rain and I don't feel nothing during the prayer, did God hear my prayer? Now we know the right answer, but what do you say when you're gone from here? What'd you say during the week? You say, oh, you're the confession police. Well, no, but this is. What I mean by that is you can't say, I believe God for a strong, you know, or, or that my lost child is coming in and that God is dealing with them. And then, and then in unbelief during the week, just cry in depression over what they're doing and how they're living. Now, if you're going to cry in intercession, that's different. See, faith has an expectation of good. It has an expectation of the situation changing. I'm going to go into a series on teaching on faith again here after we're done probably today with the, the series we're in right now. Because the reality is we understand faith in principle, but in practice it sometimes is different. So even in prayer concerning the rain, if I ask the Lord for rain... In the time of the latter rain, I have to believe that he's making flashing clouds and that he's giving showers. What if Elijah would have quit praying? Come on, how many have read the, read the, the, the uh, account of Elijah praying for rain and Ahab's servant being there with him? And his own servant, right? It, remember that? He says, is there a, he sends him to go look for a cloud. How many times? How many times was the cloud there? <laughs> and then it was only the size of a man's fist. Is that disappointing? Well, we have rain. How much is it? It's a man's fist cloud. So if I went like this, that means the cloud would be somewhere in the middle there, just over Timothy. That's it. <laughs> Timothy's the man getting the rain. But what did the rain end up being by the time that they got to the king? A downpour. In other words, what's in operation? Faith. And what was Elijah? He was a man just like a human, just like you and me. Which means what? He's looking for something, but he doesn't see it yet. Which means what? He's tempted to give up. Well, Lord, I thought you said, I thought you said, you said, Lord, that I would see the rain. You said it, you prophesied it, Lord. You know that, that faith is not where it should be when there's wine in your voice. <laughs> not alcohol, wine, like... <laughs> Now, I'm not talking about just being callous. This isn't an issue. There are people that, blame, uh, or that claim that word of faith people are just absolutely, they're just heartless, feelingless. They have no emotion, and which is not true. It's just we're choosing what to rest our life on. Do you ever feel sad, Sean? Sure. You think I felt the anointing before I started? Do you think I feel it now? I don't. What are you doing? I'm functioning in faith. So what happens? I don't feel like some flood of anything coming around me. There are times I do. What do you do? Enjoy it a lot. And then when you don't have that, you walk by faith. Um, 
If you're not going to walk by faith, you won't see what was prophesied over you. I don't care, I don't care what was prophesied over you. People say this, they, they think, well, no, it was prophesied over me, it will come to pass. Just like the Israelites, right, in, in Egypt, and then in the desert, and then the promised land. Did the first generation go into the promised land? No. Was that God's fault? Was it God's will that they die in the wilderness? No. It's because they didn't act on what God said. They picked fear over faith. They picked giants over anointing. They picked, name it. And listen, you're talking about a group of people that saw miracles that you and I have never seen. I mean miracles on a level. So miracles don't produce faith. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> miracles don't, choose, don't, they don't produce faith. They won't produce stability in my life. Can they encourage my faith? Are they a blessing to me? Absolutely. Are they a part of God's will? Absolutely. Are they wonderful? Absolutely. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Strong faith, strong believers are not moved in prayer by what they see or feel. They're moved by what they believe. Right? I had the privilege to go pray for, do you, you guys saw in the news, the gentleman that was shot in his own house in the basement. Well, that's a good friend of mine. It was a, yeah, it was across the street. Yeah, it was in your neighborhood. We knew that. Heidi and I were looking it up. And uh, thank God he didn't come to your house, Ron. Because he could have randomly gone to any house. There was no connection. So <laughs> here's the thing. With that, I, the, the gentleman that was shot was Eric Brady. Well, I lived with him when I was in high school because I got kicked out of my house. He took me in. Actually, his mom did. And, uh, and so I get to go pray for him. Well, he got shot, and uh, when he got shot, it took out part of his, his pancreas is still there. It took out his spleen. Um, and he, he was kind of showing me what he, you know, what he had to go through. Well, when I go there and pray for him, do, is it going to do me any good to join in to fear if fear's there? Now, I'm not saying it was, but what good will that do if I go up there to minister to him and I just go, oh my God, oh my God, God, how did you let this happen? And I start going down some fool religious path. No, no, you got to go in there with faith. And while they're taking his blood pressure and, and ch testing it, you got to be in faith. And I choose faith. I choose it. And then while I'm there, I pray with him, pray with his wife. And then as somebody walks in uh, that I also hung out with in high school that I haven't seen in years, Aaron Towsley. Yeah. I know it means nothing to a lot of you, but Mike goes, oh, my God. Because, <laughs> see, this is real to us. I mean, this was... Now, I was ingrained deeper than Mike. Mike got me after I got saved, which was not probably a blessing. But anyway, it turned out okay in the end. All right, so, <laughs> but I mean, we, you're talking about guys that used to hang out and do stuff. I mean, we should have been in jail. 
in prison. And so I, and then Eric looks at me and he goes, here's what I want to happen. Pastor Sean is going to pray. And we're all going to hold hands. So I pray again in faith, in conjunction with what I already prayed. And nobody is going to tell the guy who got shot, no, I don't want prayer. <laughs> nobody. It, uh, I mean, if you knew them anyway, I mean, and some of the background, the history and things, <laughs> this is so wild. The Lord is doing this. There is something going on. I'm just telling you, rain is, it's raining. It's, I don't know about your world, but it's raining in mine. And, and it's raining in my family, and it's raining on my friends. I mean, last Sunday, um, Zach was here, Zach Smith. And uh, I haven't, I mean, we, have, we know, we, we've been in contact, but I'm, this is another person that I hung out with in high school. I was able to give my number to Aaron and to Eric. And then I met one of Eric's uh, relatives. And... Uh, then I go over and go to pray with a, another member of our church who, uh, um, who attends, and their mother is in the hospital. And I get to talking to him, and turns out, uh, you know, I was just saying, yeah, I was over at St. V's praying for Eric. Oh, he goes, I've known Eric for years. And he said, I used to run a business with his dad. I said, I ran sports programs with his dad. The connection goes deep, right? Now, don't think, that you, you may think, well, you know, I run with this group, so can God reach them? Or I run with this group. I'm only telling you with, you know, where God has reached with the group that I've been around. So, um, Eric, as far as his dad is concerned, now his dad has got himself in and out of trouble. And he wouldn't mind if I shared, but his dad Me was Mexican Mafia. We spent six years together working, working together. And God has done amazing things in him. But guys, he, he, you're talking about somebody who used to run guns and drugs in like a multiple state area for the Mexican mob. And yet got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yet somebody comes to our church, gives their heart to the Lord, and we have a same connection. We don't even know it. In other words, it's raining. God doesn't care what... He is not impressed with MS-13. You know what I mean by that? And MS-13, as far as what I've seen, as far as gangs, because I watch sometimes I watch those gang documentary things, because I think they're interesting. MS-13 might be the most demonic that I've ever seen. I mean, the amount of devil worship that, I mean, it's crazy. But yet God can save them. God can, I worked with guys that were, uh, um, you like different ones. I've seen God deliver and set free people who uh, they walk in, and you know they're Aryan nation, they're Aryan members. You say how tattoos tell the story, and not like a tattoo like you know I love my mom, <laughs> you know, or whatever, whatever people get, you know, or used to get. Now, it's, it's not tattoos. Well, it is still tattoos. It's body art, right? Is that what they say? Body art or something like that? <laughs> but what are you going to do in faith? Or are you going to be in fear when you're in these groups? I'm not afraid of who's sitting in the room at the hospital. 
Why? God, God has this way of putting you in the right place at the right time, right? It makes no difference what the backgrounds are, and I know more detail about the backgrounds than I should concerning these people because I was there participating, many times leading, but yet still reigning. You, you have no idea who you're sitting next to. I mean, unless you're married, then you might have a little bit of an idea. <laughs> Watch out, Michael. Oh, we'll see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, whoever comes in, you don't know, but are we believing in rain? Are we believing in faith? Are we believing God like Jesus did when he was on the earth and even in the midst of the threats of the religious leaders, the Romans, the people that agreed with him or didn't agree with him, those that wanted to kill him and those that wanted to make him king before his time, are we believing God for the right thing? So when we're asking for rain, it's raining. Our prayers are effective. Let's go to James 5 and then we'll pray. James chapter 5. <clears throat> It's almost to the end of the book, shortly after Hebrews, right after Hebrews, actually, right before Peter. But it says this, it says, uh, is anyone sick? He should call in the church elders, this is verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray for him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Of course, we know the verse before says that you're supposed to pray for yourself if you can. The, verse 14 is somebody who doesn't have faith for healing yet. They're still growing. Verse 15, and the, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. The anointing oil? Nope, the prayer of faith will save the sick. The anointing oil is just representation of the Holy Ghost, Okay. So the prayer of faith will save the sick. This is exactly what I prayed over Eric, so it's saving him. And if he's committed sins, what? He better repent, that sorry bugger. What will happen? What's interesting is there's no, there's no uh, saying he said I was wrong. That's what's strange to me. It's just he's forgiven. So maybe the call for prayer, the Lord goes, that's enough. They believe. They have an, that's, they're repenting. You know what I mean? It's something I think about. Okay. So 16, confess your trespasses to one another. That's not during service, during the transition. That's if you sinned against somebody individually, go talk to them. Pray for one another that you may be sick, because it might be God's will. Oh, no, that's not what it says. What does it say? Maybe healed. Yeah, Healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, there is some truth here about praying fervently for healing. There's some truth here. But what I want you to see is just the, the principle, a righteous person, which we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We know this from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It avails much. Now, the Amplified says it this way. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man or woman makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. There is dynamic power working right now. So when I went and pray, prayed for uh, 
the gentleman's mom in Deaconess, in Billings Clinic. I used to be Deaconess. Billings Clinic, what's going on in her? The power of God's working in her. The power of God's working in Eric. The power of God's working in you. The power of God's working in me. The healing power of God is in operation in our bodies, in our lives, in our children, in our... It's raining on us. Because we make tremendous power available, dynamic, and it's working. We're actually going to have success where intellectually and world standards-wise, we don't deserve it. And it is impossible. That's exactly what's happening for me and this church. Now, if you don't want that to happen, just leave. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. I know how to unite a group. You know, you... All right, so Elijah was a man with a nature like what? Ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Does that not sound like Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1? Okay, so how do we do this? Well, get a picture of rain in your mind, and when you're praying in other tongues... Pray about that rain. Pray about the flashing clouds. You already know it's God's will that it rain on you. You know it's God's will. If it wasn't God's will to bless you and it's not rain of cursing, it's rain of blessing, okay? If it wasn't God's will, if it wasn't God's will, why give Jesus? (laughs) Years ago... Uh, not years ago, actually probably a year and a half or something like that. I had the honor or I had the privilege, whatever you want to say, of praying for a guy who was Baptist, who had been seeking. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> it hits home. It hits home for the Baptist, right? <laughs> Amen. And he, he, he literally looked at me and he said, now I've had people, because he, he was raised Baptist, but he had been in the Pentecostal four square for years now. And he looked at me and he said, uh, he said, you know, I've, I've been Baptist for so many years, and so many people have prayed for me, and I just can't get past my head. I said, I believe the Holy Ghost can get past your head. And I laid hands on him, and he prayed in the Spirit within just a few seconds. But what if, now I'm not saying this happened because I don't know. All the other people that ministered to him, what if they said, yeah, that can be tough to get past that Baptist mentality. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to have a fight in your head, because you will. But, but you know God. You know the Holy Ghost, because the same Holy Ghost that gives you utterance to pray in tongues is the same one that said, yep, you're a child of God, and I know Baptists know how to be born again. Some of the best tongue prayers I've ever heard are Catholics and Baptists. <clears throat> Why? Because they're taught to believe the word better sometimes than Pentecostals and word of faithers. Because we're so in tune with the feeling, the flow. (laughs) Do you know I've literally gotten up and give tongues and interpretation with no flow? What I mean is no feeling. I didn't feel anything. You say, how did that happen? Pastor Larry would just run me like a rental. (laughs) 
when I'd go down to the rally, especially in the beginning years, he'd have me get up and demonstrate and demonstrate and demonstrate and demonstrate. And I'm not, I'm not talking like I was sitting there and I felt like this, ooh, yeah, I got something. I'm just sitting there going, okay, Lord, whatever you want. And then Larry says, come on, Sean. And I don't, it doesn't matter if I heard the Holy Ghost say, uh, thus saith the Lord, it's time, Sean. Go ahead, follow Larry. No, no, I'm there. He asked me to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, can you do that? You actually think God's going to leave me high and dry, hanging out there, and all these people that he wants to learn how to flow with him are hungry to receive? No, no, no. He's, no. But it takes faith to also believe the man of God heard from the Lord without me knowing. You know what I mean? Outside of all ministers are subject to this at any point. Have yourself prepared. Well, you better be prepared. Now, here's the thing. People go, yeah, the preachers better do that. No, every congregant, every board member, elder, disciple of the Lord better be on point at all times, ready to go, not full of the carnality of the weak. I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about natural things. I don't have a right to let it weigh on me. You say, are you there 100%? No, but I've left, and I'm getting there. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 2 says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. So, and I don't have time to teach on this. You need to go back and listen to the teaching I did on this on the website if you want detail, because I spent... A good chunk in 1 Corinthians 14. Because the argument, oh, I mean, I watched a YouTube video the other day. Sometimes I just think, my God, is YouTube helping us or hurting us? Because, you know, anybody, it all goes out. You know what I mean? But they made the statement. They said, well, you should never pray in tongues in a public setting if there's no interpreter present or you don't have an interpretation. That is not what the Bible teaches. You can't even, if you look at the scriptures on tongues and you come to that conclusion, you're being dishonest. So if that's the case, then why did, why did Paul say here you're speaking to God, not to men? And people say, yeah, well, that's a special gift. And so God, but God doesn't have that for everybody. But if you look at the last verses in 1 Corinthians 14, it said, Paul says, I wish you all spoke in tongues. So was Paul contradicting the will of God? And God went ahead and recorded that in the scripture just to add more drama to the denominational split up. Now, I would never go into... Now, a Baptist invited me to come preach at their church. Unless they asked me to preach on other tongues, I wouldn't preach on it. You understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, is that... Public declaration of tongues. The, what do you think was happening? I mean, uh, what's interesting is on the day of Pentecost when they were praying in other tongues, obviously a public gift in operation, right? Because they heard in their what? Their own, right? But did they say, now you can come into our church service, but we're not going to pray in tongues because we don't want you to be offended. It didn't seem like the Holy Spirit cared. But yet Paul later says in 1 Corinthians 14, now he wasn't at the book, he wasn't in Acts chapter 2. We know that he was busy killing Christians, right? 
We know that, right? Tra- busy trying to stop the move of God. How many know that's, you're going to arm wrestle God, you're going to lose, right? You're going to lose that battle. So, but anyway, so later Paul says, praying in tongues is speaking to God, not to men. Now, is there a principle? Should I get up this morning in the Sunday service and just start sheto pasate enaya devera sudisa and emera sukoba roste de fesefele and an angel rosto? Amen. Bashukara fabalete simidea. Now, there may be a lot of people in here that say amen, but what about all the people who don't know what I'm doing? Now, if I explain what I'm doing, it's different. But how many know right now, as we sit down to pray in other tongues, we do it corporately. It's not wrong that I don't have an interpretation. This is a corporate prayer meeting. Well, what about people that are online? Well, if you don't understand, you can go to the website and get understanding on prayer and what's taking place. But the other side of it is there may be people that hear other tongues. I may speak in a tongue that they know. All right. So testimony. Brother Hagen. Uh, there, was a, there was a video they put out called When the Spirit Gets to Moving. And in the video, he's going around ministering to people, and he's praying in other tongues. There was a Native American culture or group in Canada, not Native American, Native Canadian, um, group in, in uh, Canada who got a hold of that video, listened to it, and in their native tongue, he was praising God. What if he would have said, oh, no, no, don't send that out. All the people that don't understand what this is. I was in the service when they came to Ramah. There was probably, I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 of them. And they saved up money and came down to Ramah because of that video and that demonstration of the Spirit. So if this, if tongue, now this is probably not the group here because you're here. If tongues really rubs you, you need to get it settled in yourself. You need to decide. But the fervent effectual prayer of a righteous person avails much. It makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and it's working. Listen to 1 Corinthians 14.2. In the uh, Amplified, it says this. I'm going to sit down because we're going to pray. I never know what to do with the mic thing. Sorry, Josh. All right. It says this, for one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning. Because in the Holy Spirit, he or she, this is generic, utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. Well, I don't know how to pray. Uh, can you put up Romans 8, 26? Romans chapter 8, verse number 26. I'm making miracle work. <laughs> uh, that's 36. There we go. Likewise, the Spirit, what? In our... For we do not know what we should as we... I wonder if that's what tongues is for. That is what tongues is for. In, in mine and your inability intellectually to grasp certain things, we can't pray like we should. But with the Holy Ghost... 
we can, right? We can pray the way we should pray. So when we're praying for rain, we pray in the Spirit. Wow. We can get her done. Amen? All right, so by faith, we just jump over. This is how we do. Now, if you're not filled with the Spirit or if you, you know, you're not sure, whatever, just pray with your understanding and do your best to agree. If you hear me say something in English, say it, agree with it, pray it out. Amen? You, you can't mimic my tongue, so don't try that. <laughs> Father God, we do. We come before you in Jesus' name concerning this church, concerning billings, concerning this area. And we pray for rain. We ask for rain. Lord, you said you would make the clouds, you would cause them to have lightning, and that you would send forth rain. And so we pray for rain. We ask for rain on our businesses, rain on our families, rain on our neighbors, rain on the government. Lord, revive your church. Revive your church. And as you revive your church, awaken this city. Awaken this area. Lord, your plans, your purposes, and your pursuits being, being uh, distributed and walked out in the Spirit. Rain. And that rain, those clouds, those clouds, we pray for the rain. Lord, the ground is ready. The ground is ready. Yeah, those signs, those wonders, abundance, 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 abundance of energy, abundance of ability. Refreshing, refreshing of your reign, your reign, your spirit. Holy Spirit, Esefea, Esefea, Manaya, Dodoja, Balabra, Boboso. Oh, yeah, there is nothing impossible with you. There is nothing impossible with you. No impossibilities. No impossibilities. Esen, we believe, we believe, we believe. We believe, we believe. Meshte, Meshte Baradoso Kobal, Erevidishto Kobronda Barasikiti Sama, and Verla, Verla, Verle, Verle Tiasan, Ali Erezobo, Zobo, Zoba de Kesa, and Vera Doboshe Sipriki Si. Andaverde dividi andandos, astude balete sindos, enzaverde di sico soprosos, esseferde dividi andraisho droshe, drende, verde, verde, zide, zendo, soco, soba, riefa, passa, briefa, passa, sesende de vera levera soco. 
Mende city koshon domba city e ande jeta donda ande jeta donda esse sili ti edso vorombre keste fraba dopo soro ense fidi edso voto poco city ende berla didie o somonde brista sado fala dede este kede enso pole ete vidi enso graishai ayant erte 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 the order of those things the order of those things the order of those things concerning this ship concerning the direction the direction yeah we're steering into that into that into those things into the call the perfect call they they not just the good not just the acceptable but the perfect will of god the perfect will of god eshukomaraya debele brisia lebrisia lebrisia moshaya endividia drobos katapala the blessing the blessing the blessing living in that blessing living in that place in that will in that purpose o jabate amaya and verde breso and we take that we take the rain with us we take it with us everywhere we go we are your vessels under honor your vessels of glory lord rain 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 Oh sole ana lord we adjust our lives to the to to have atmosphere for rain esola bayasende esfetatoria shara anemego do bola city atafapare seperonea anenenesi titeo doba esfidivre beste coro and souls that belo sistrefidiende andeverso bolo so lord we are you need to say this i am i am your vessel lord flow through me lord i'm available fill me up to overflowing rain in my area wherever i walk rain 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 eh eh saya we tread down we tread down enemies we tread down we don't allow depression in we don't allow doubt and unbelief in we resist the enemy in the name of jesus we make you flee we make you flee demonic we make you flee satanic in the name of jesus we resist fear fear you leave fear you have no place in us oh let's say ana ana etse ana etse we don't walk by what we feel we don't walk by what we see we walk in the holiness the holiness of the holy spirit the righteousness of christ our members we are one we present our members to god to god mishala the oneness the oneness the oneness that oneness that oneness that oneness esoro esoro shela de mala de mala de mele de mele de mala de mele de essa de essa mosata balafa rain the rain the rain lord increase that rain Oh yeah yeah that rain those clouds those thick clouds those thick dark clouds of your glory that bring not not the darkness of the enemy but the glory of the lord 
Ezele dea zala dale siti eta mala di shiada. Esever de visiende bele dobo sodo. To this place to abide. To this place to abide. Esekila. Esekile menenge de bele vedeba shopro doso. Anamasho potosa katava lava de seteya. Oh, we bind you, devil. You are defeated. You are defeated. And we're submitted to the word of God. And in that we say, our prayer makes tremendous power available, dynamite in its working, dynamic in its working. Oh, it's, it's destroying the works of the enemy, removing depressions, removing sicknesses and diseases and confusion, removing demonic oppression and removing demonic possession. In the name of Jesus, minds are loosed. Oh, and healed and healed. The damage from the demonic is healed in the name of Jesus. Aladera de dosa sanaya. Those those damages are removed. Those damages are healed. Those damages physically from unforgiveness are healed. Those damages to the heart, to the lungs, to the those areas, those blood vessels are removed in the name of Jesus because the bitterness has been washed away has been washed away. It overflows the banks. That stirring, that stirring up, the stirring up, the stirring up. We stir up the gift. We stir up the gift that is in us. We stir up the gifts that are in us from the, by the laying on of hands. We stir up those gifts. We stir up those gifts. Oh, oh, oh. Asodo, 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 masi, sidi, didiaka. Arropo, sataya, debejo, bole, efribisti, sikiti, asada, varabrebede, and the verde divisi, akato, sobola, da sikidie, and the verdo, it's supernatural. It's supernatural. It's power outside the natural. And we release it into the natural. By faith, Lord, we're your conduits. But we're your open doors, we're your vessels, we're your containers, we're yours, Lord, to, to, to move through, to speak through. Lord, our bodies are your vessels. They're your vessels. These members, the members of our bodies are yours. Our minds, our brains are yours. Our, our, our thinking, our, 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 our hearing, our seeing, our speaking are yours. Our physical bodies, Lord, are yours to flow through. We're one with you in spirit, but we present our minds and our bodies to you. Because we're one in the spirit. We're one in the spirit. We release that oneness of the spirit into the natural. In the name of Jesus. It's faith. It's faith. Remember Mark 11, 23 and 24. It's faith. 
It's faith. We have to release what is a reality of grace by faith. It's the way we were born again. We received a reality of grace. By faith we spoke and it changed our inward man from darkness to light, from hatred to love, from disjointment, from a lack of peace or no unity with God to being one and unified with God. And it came by grace through faith and the function of faith was speaking, was believing and speaking, speaking. So we say to you, Satan, to demons, we say to you, we've made tremendous power available and it is working in our lives. It is working in our minds, our bodies, our finances, our family, our work. It's working right now. Even though there's still rebellion seen in the natural, in kids or in positions or in or dysfunction in business or whatever it is, we release the rain. And it changes. And Lord, we will do our part when we've done all, our, all we can to stand. We stand, therefore. We do not assist the enemy. We resist the enemy. We drive you back and out, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You know, there is no place in the New Testament that tells you to ask God to make the devil leave. I'm blowing some religious minds right now. There is no place in the New Testament where Jesus or the Father says, go ahead and beg me to make the devil leave you alone. Now, if you believe or if you've been taught a weird sovereignty doctrine, you'll believe that. You'll believe that you got to ask God. The Bible says, submit therefore to God, resist the... Who's resisting the devil? And the scripture says, he will flee from... From who? So say this with me. When I resist the devil, he flees from me. Him and all his things. That's what the Bible teaches. It didn't tell you to ask God to cast out devils. It says, drive them out in the name of Jesus. Now, we're not claiming to be God. But do you realize that when people don't follow what the Scripture instructs, they're actually, through most of the time, 99% of the time, through ignorance, actually combating God and siding in with the devil? And they're not meaning to. So they think, well, I don't see money, so I can't have, I can't have, I can't declare that God's provided all my needs according to his riches and glory. You actually just sided in with the enemy. Now, you're not meaning to do it. It's just, and you're not stupid. You just don't know, right? So now you at least have some knowledge there. So when the enemy comes against you, what is the standard that God raises up? The standard is your mouth speaking his graces in faith, and it drives the enemy back. Amen? Amen. So don't, we can do this as, as Pentecostals, and I'm three minutes over. What's the meeting? 
Safety meeting, okay. Um, we can do this as Pentecostals. We can hyper-spiritualize and wait for a dramatic event before we believe that God heard us or that our words are working. We don't need to. It's working now. How many think God is doing his part? Is the concern that God won't do his part? No, the concern should be, look at us. Amen? Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.